Yo, 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 it's your boy Walt, back with another episode to the YSM Podcast. I'm with my man JT, J-Chef. What's going on? And uh, we got a fun episode for y'all today, man. Today, we are recording this on Halloween, October 31st. And uh, if you don't know, yesterday was uh, week eight in the NFL, and your Seattle Seahawks took a big dub Huge. against the hot and fiery New York Giants. I think we need to talk about that off top. Um, I was there yesterday. You were there too? I, you know, I was there too. Um, I think we should just talk about, I mean, let's just, let's go from the defense first. Let's go defense to offense. Okay. How are we looking on defense? Is it something to be? Dude, they look solid. I mean, I mean is there's this, a few things that shouldn't have happened, but yeah. they look pretty locked down for the guys that they got out there. Yeah. Now, is this something like, looking at this team as a whole, is this something, obviously everyone's excited about it because they just wrote this season off in the beginning of the season or right. before the season right. to see what the type, of t- the type of success we have now. But this is my question for you. Is this a season where we can be like, you know what? We're at the halfway mark. We just beat one of the best teams in the NFC right. at home by double digits. Is this a team that we can get like behind? Push. Yeah. Is, is, do we go for a push or like talk to me? I don't know what to feel right now because I, I think so. Cause I think the coaching staff really believes in the guys that they have. It doesn't look like they're going to make any free agency moves like mm-hmm. we thought, yeah. potentially. So I think they trust in the guys that they got. And, you know, we have a ton of picks for next year. Russ's contract, Bobby Wagner's will all be off the books next season. Yeah. So we got money to spend, too. Okay. So what about on the offensive side? You know, defense, we got those young guys around, flying around, making plays. What about the offense? Bro, Geno Smith. Man, is he is he is he serious? Like, I, like is he, he? He looks solid. I this is what I tell everyone. I think that Geno, like you hear all the players talk about it. Like, oh, they say, are you surprised to see what Geno Smith has done? They're like, no, we've been seeing this for the last three, four years in practice, right? So I just think honestly, now after we got that week one win over Russell Wilson. At home, I think that just eliminated all the pressure for the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Because think about it, you you're a backup, the known guy Russell Wilson gets traded away. Now you're the guy, and he came in with Drew Locke, so it was a, it was a competition, right. you know. So at some point, you kind of feel disrespected because you're like, dude, like I'm the second guy. This guy you traded for Drew Locke, he really hasn't established stuff in the NFL. Comes over and it's a competition. Geno said, "I got this. Let me show y'all actually how to cook." You know what I'm saying? So he's down people up, making good reads, using his legs. Dude, and the reads have been on point. Like, it's it's crazy to see, you know? And we're at the week nine mark, and we're, what, five and three? Yeah, five, five and three. And, they, and that's what Vegas had us. If you if you sports bet out there, they had the Seahawks winning five games this year, and we already got that at the halfway mark. So I'm praying for an injury-safe trip next week. Oh, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. we got the Arizona. I mean, they're the, always – The cursed field. Yeah, they're sneaky too. You know, we always have, you know, it's an NFC West matchup. I think it's always going to be a tough battle, especially down there in Glendale. Um, but, you know, Pete got them boys right, you know, so I, I'm not worried about it. I'm just worried about that following game in Germany. In Germany. Yes, against Tampa Bay. You Are you going to be up at 630 for the game? Uh, No. I'm going to catch the highlights. <laughs> I'm catch the hi- it, de- it, it depends what we do against Arizona. If we win and we dominate and we beat Arizona, I think that. You got to be up for that then. What you mean for the if they win if next we, week? If we beat Arizona, I'm like, man, we're no, because I'm I'm not stressed about like, yo, we gonna get this dub. But at the same time, Tom Brady, his divorce just went public. <laughs> the papers have been signed. We don't know how he's gonna. We we knew how he played when the allegations were going on. Oh, are they divorced? Okay, they're divorced. But now the papers have been public publicized, and everyone can see it. We gonna see what this man can do. So 
Um, Lord, I, I mean, it's going to be a good one. That's the one I'm looking forward to because first we had the Giants game. Now we got that Tampa game after um, after the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And then we got our bye, so be yeah. a good, good step into the bye. You know, switching topics just a little bit. Let's just talk about, we talking about professional. Let's give these uh, collegiate boys a little love because, you know, we got a team on the other side of the water, you know, that started off pretty high. We got the Washington Huskies, you know, 6-2 and two right now. Um Still, still a team to be reckoned with. You know, I think that um, all around, this is how this team has been. They caught me by surprise this year. You know, I got a lot of peers on the team, and um, you know, they said we right this year, and, and they started off what four and zero, five and yeah, four and zero, yeah, no three 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 and zero, yeah three and zero. So you know, we got uh, they got who they got this week? Um, yeah, Oregon State this week. Yeah, so that's gonna be a good matchup to watch. Well, yeah, I, I'm excited about this team has been fun to watch, especially like offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, defense are a little young, especially in the secondary. And they've had some injuries, but yeah. they're doing well overall. And, you know, I'm excited about this specific episode because we got my boy Jack Westover on for this tight end for the Huskies. Jack, what's up, man? Yo, yo, guys. How you doing? Good. Doing well. Appreciate you joining us for a little bit. I appreciate you having me. It's fun. So, man, tell, you know, I know you and I are good friends, but tell us a little bit about your athletic background story. Give give the people a little bit about yourself, where you came from, when did you start playing, and why, and how long have you been a dog? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as far as my career with football, um, I was a hooper. Um, I like all in on hoop um, until really my junior year of high school. Um, that's, you know, I was really basketball comes kind of my first love and uh you know when you get to that point in junior year of high school you know it becomes you know yeah what i gotta do to get to college and you know the aau basketball and all that um yeah and so during that process um kind of just lost my love a little bit for basketball um you know i had a lot of injuries in high school so um i never really actually played a full season of any sport in high school. Um, okay, wow. Um, yeah, so, yeah, just weird injuries. Um, you know, my freshman year, I got appendicitis, um, missed practically half the season. Um, my sophomore year, I broke my wrist dunking a basketball. And mm. then... Boy, um, <laughs> <laughs> And then junior year, I... Uh, messed up my foot you know tore tore a few ligaments in it and just had a tough time coming back and then at that point i was like all right maybe sports is just kind of not for your boy but um uh you know come senior year that going into senior year i was you know i'm just i'm just gonna have fun and i'm gonna try football out and you know obviously like i'm gonna i'm gonna work at it and you know see what comes of it and so um, senior year comes around and, um, you know, I, Husky football camps coming up, you know, the, where the high schoolers, you know, go to the camp and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I was like, why not? Let, let's just do this and see, see if I, so you really, didn't, you really didn't start getting serious about football to like upperclassmen years. Yeah. And practically my senior year, um, I played once in, uh, or, you know, I played in middle school, seventh, sixth grade and stuff. But, I mean, I was just, you know, middle school football. never really thought much of it. 
Um, slight, but, just, just a slight flex. Slight flex. <laughs> He's like, I was born to do this. <laughs> yeah, you got to throw it in there a little bit. That's good for resume. No, for sure. No, that's awesome. What are you? Yes. What have been your yeah. thoughts on the season so far? Um, you know, the season's been going well. I think, um, you know, I think it's just it's been fun. You know, it's been fun as an offense to do what we've done and. You know, being a six and two ball club, you know, obviously, you know, I, you know, addressing the elephant in the room, that ASU loss really hurt. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I think we've bounced back well from that for sure. I'm proud of, you know, of the team. You know, I think, I think more than ever, we're just confident on on all phases. And, um, you know, defense. You know, we're getting healthy. And, you know, when that when that crew when that crew is healthy and going there more than a capable defense um, um, with our defensive front, um, with those edges we have, you know, falling out and stuff. And and then as the offense goes, you know, Mike's just been, he's that guy. Yeah, you know? no <laughs> he's doubt. He's that dude. Um, he can sling that thing. And so it's been fun on all levels. Yeah, so Jack, since you, you know, we talked about you guys as a fiery offense, you know, you guys have, you know, you guys got the flashy plays and the, the, the flashy uh, – Wide out. So my my question is, what's probably like the the biggest challenge for you personally, um, with being in the public eye? Because you know, being a collegiate athlete, especially on a team that's doing so good right now, you get you guys are getting national attention. You know, so especially with that flashy offense of yours. So what's probably your biggest biggest challenge that comes with being in the public eye? Um, yeah, I think it's kind of been, um, you know, when I first got here, you know, Coach Peterson, and he always would, you know preach that you know just you're not you're not any ordinary person yeah um you know when you're a football player here and especially when you're doing well like we have this year and so i think like it's just about you know handling you know the news on twitter you know handling your own fan base on twitter yeah and uh you know i think you know each week's a new week and a different challenge and at the end of the day it's just about winning a game and so as far as that goes, I think, just handling, handling all that media, media is critical to a season. Um, but yeah, how do you deal with like just kind of a sub sub question off this one? How do yeah. you deal with like all of that attention, like for yourself personally? Because it can be a lot. You know, some people handle it differently. Like some people it gets to their head. Other people they don't yeah. really care much. So how do you like measure that? I think uh, you know you just have to. You know, it comes down to just understanding who you are, your values, and um, again, having good people around you. I think um, you know when you have a team that you know no one's all about themselves, and yeah. there's guys there to humble you as well. I think that's the most critical thing is surrounding yourself with people that are going to humble you. And uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to have had that. Um, you know, whether it's friends from high school or friends on the team, you know, no one. Yeah, in college football, you get humbled real quick. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, I always have that in the back of my mind. It's like you never can get too high or too low. Um, but, yeah, if that answers your question. No, for sure. Yeah, so I got another question for you, Jack. So um, with me, you know, Jay, we both were collegiate um, athletes at one point. But uh, for me personally, um, I left right about when the NI the NIL deals they were kind of being discussed they weren't having it wasn't um, solidified yet 
So with you, you know, you are in the era, the new era of college football, you want to say, because dudes are now getting paid for their name and likeness. So um, I just want to hear from you, like for you personally, what do you think has changed, like the biggest changes in college football with the NIL deals? Like what's your opinions on it? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think every, every, you'll hear different answers from different student athletes for sure. But um, I think for me personally, it's always just been about football. Yeah. I think like, you know, I'm sure you've heard this answer before, but I mean, if you play well in the field, you know, everything else will come with it. Um, so that's kind of been my mindset over the last year and a half or so, you know, during the off season, I'll, I'll do some stuff and, you know, just like little, you know, little appearances here and there. Um, but I think that's been a cool part of it as well as just, um, you know, being able to take advantage of, you know, what your local fan base, you know, thinks of you, I guess, is in a way I'd put it. Um, I think that's been really cool to see. And I think, you know, as far as college football, I mean, you, you see the impact it has everywhere and, you know, it's changed recruiting, um, like crazy. And, um, I think like you know, being on the West Coast and the Pac-12, it's a, you know, it's a different animal than, you know, maybe being in the SEC. Sure. I think, uh, I think NIL is pretty critical on, you know, how your local fan base uh, values you. Um, um, And I think, you know. Jack, would you say that NIL deals have like, in like the dynamic of that, would you say it's like created, not just for yourself, but for other people, has it created like, additional opportunities for you to grow in your passions outside of football or is it kind of like introduce new ideas in a way yeah i think i think the biggest thing with the thing about the most valuable thing i think i personally see in nil is yeah like you said creating those you create those relationships with very successful people that in turn just want to help you out and uh you know at the time it might just seem like a deal to get a few extra bucks but um down the road i mean you're keeping these relationships for a very long time yeah and uh, that's something that i think is pretty important that i don't think that 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 value is seen amongst you know across the country yeah value in that but um yeah i think i think that's an important piece of the nile too how has network impacted you while you've been a husky like being on the football team like has that been a really crucial dynamic in your life? Yeah, I mean, I some of the people I've met through football have changed my life, um, for sure. Um, but I think when you know the, the you know the people you meet at the University of Washington and the people that want to meet you, um, those are you know there's no value on it, and uh, I think like. Um, just trying to think here, but what would you say, comes, what, what would you yeah, say no. your what would you say your passions are outside of football? Like, what do you want to do next steps in your career? Um, yeah, I think for me, it's just about um, kind of answer that last question was just using the you know using the relationships you make um, to uh, help you you know pass my football career. Um, Obviously, I want to do this as long as I can. For um, sure. But uh, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's such a difficult thing to do that I won't bring me down, you know, yeah. if I don't. 
but I think falling back on these, you know, relationships you make here and then as well as, you know, you make so many, um, you know, through these donors and all that, that you can use these people when you get out of here. And, uh, and I'm not just saying that as a cliche, like you can, you truly do make these relationships and you, um, and you see the fruit that comes with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there's definitely a, a difference between people that really have an idea of, you know, what networking really is and creating relationships. And there's some people that use that to their advantage after they're done playing and, and there's some that don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, you said it. For the next, you know, couple games, what what is something that you guys as a as a team want to make a statement within the Pac-12, you know, with these next four games coming up before you guys start getting into playoff bowl series football? Yeah, I mean, I think as a team, we know that this is the hardest part of our schedule coming up. And um, these, these next, you know, few weeks will be, you know, until the end of the season will be the hardest part in our hardest part of our year. Um, no physical games for sure. Um, so I think, and as the weather gets crazier and crazier, you know, you know, games change. And so I think, you know, this, you know, especially this next week, you know, focused on this Oregon State game. Um, I think it just comes down to adapting to the game and, you know, finding a way to win no matter what. Um, you know, if, if it's putting up 13 points and the pouring down rain and wind, you know, it, then it has to be that way. But it's just, you know, when it comes to the later in the season, in my experiences, it's just comes down to finding a way to win because everybody has each other figured out. But I mean, they have an idea of what's coming. Right. Week. And so there's so much film and so much of that. And so, yeah. I mean, can't say it any different. Just finding a, finding different ways to win and finding different ways to execute. Okay, well, Jack, I got a little follow-up question for you. Well, not really a follow-up question, just a little fun question. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say it's kind of out of your control, but if you could choose uh, any, any pro team, you know, let's say you can get drafted by any pro team, what's your dream scenario? I mean... The dream's the NFL, but if you know, <laughs> you know, that, answering the question, sticking to the question. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, I'd probably, I'd probably have to say the Niners. Um, Ooh. Not, I'm a Hawks fan, though. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That statement. Right. The, ma- the math ain't math. That, yeah, that statement don't sound right. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Kyle Jizik fan. Uh, okay. Check 44 for Niners, so. That's respectable. Um, yeah, respectable. You know, I think you know that's that's a that's a role that I'm you know trying to you know if I do make if I do if I'm fortunate enough to you know have an opportunity at the next level, I think uh, that'd be a, a really blessing of a spot. Yeah. But I mean, shoot, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that navy blue and green also looks good too. Now the navy blue and the green and the white, them hawks, baby. Uh, gee, that boy Gino though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I can really see you fitting into a role like that with Kyle um, at the for- at the 49ers. So I think like he's really changed the dynamic of the fullback position at the yeah. professional level. So yeah. I could definitely see that. But hey, man, I really appreciate you hopping on. Um, don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, really appreciate you 
coming on here for a couple minutes and just talking ball and talking live. We really appreciate you being on here. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. That was fun. All right, bro. Good luck this week. Peace. All right, man. So. It was it was a good good topics. Oh yeah, good good. You know, I was honestly when I asked him that nil deal question. You know, what I'm saying I was gonna ask him what what what's the true dynamic like. You know, but um, you know, you see some of these cats, but I didn't realize. You know, like he said, it's different for the Pac-12 and the SEC because when you think of the nil deal, the money, you, the level. Yeah, you, yeah. You, when you you don't really realize that there's really. There's really uh, like tears to it. Tears to it, you know, because yeah. like you when it first kicked off, you th- you saw the Texas and the Alabamas and the Georgias, eight hundred thousand, yada yada. But you got kids over here. We're like, well, we ain't gonna give you that, but we'll give you a free chicken tender and fries if you pull up, you know, after the game. So it's just like it varies. So, but um, I just still can't grasp that though. I feel like if I'm in any opportunity with a current co- collegiate athlete, yeah, me, with me being a former. I'm going to ask them. And one, I, one day, somebody going to give me that real. And they're like, you know what? It's crazy, you know? I go in the locker room, and I just had to text my mama for 40 bucks so I could get some gas. But over little Dante over here just got 100000 you know, for posting pics with some tennis shoes. So it's just like, and he sh- you know, y'all, all, y'all both got to go to the same chemistry class or whatever class you take it. But, um, yeah, that's my goal. I'm going to get someone on here. They're going to give me that real. But, um Great conversation, though. No, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, like you said, they got a, a lot of tough games, and they started so hot. And like you said, that Arizona State game, it was just kind of, you know, um, it was a blow for them. But I think they're going to bounce back, and they're going to finish the season strong. So, um, It's been fun to watch. So it's real flashy, real flashy. Yeah, it's been a def- definitely different taste to mm-hmm. see, like, within Husky football. So, All right, y'all. Well, we appreciate you hopping on, listening in. Tune in next week, you know, per usual, Wednesdays at 5 o'clock. We appreciate y'all.